What's going on, fans? My name is Josh. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host Matt Liston. That's it. This week. Yeah, yeah. That's I, didn't, it? I didn't have any quirky phrases. Okay. All right. What's up, guys? <laughs> This week we're going to give our full um, review of The Mandalorian Season 1, and um, this is the Nerdforce Podcast. Happy New Year, Matt. Happy New Year, Josh, and everyone else. Um, We are... Definitely uh, bringing in the new year um, this week, and uh, to bring that new year in, let's um, kick it off with other news. Other news. All right, these are just little, little things I saw, which you probably saw too, but I thought I'd put them out there. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, did you see that the um, the head guy at HBO left? No, I didn't see this. Yeah, so anyway, his name is Richard, uh, I think it's Felfer, I believe, or... P-L-E-P-L-E-R, I think. I don't know how to say his last name. But anyways, he's been he's been there 20-plus oh, years. So he's been there for the whole evolution of HBO with the all the series, you know, with the Sopranos and The Wire and you know, all the stuff from back in the day. Real know. sucks. Mm-hmm. Such real sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, Band of Brothers. Yeah. All that good stuff, yeah. That's your blood. Kind of set the the tone for paper pay per view, but not pay per view, but pay service type. Yeah, of premium series. cable yeah. services. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, he's going to Apple. Oh, which I thought that was a that's a really smart move. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he 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 said that basically, you know, he's loved being an HBO and he's done so much at HBO, but he feels like you know he's ready for a, a new challenge. And Apple is is a perfect opportunity i think for him yeah you know i think it really is i so i can see that apple's done their due diligence and i think they're gonna have a have someone pretty strong at the helm there that gets that gets gets it yeah yeah i mean he's got as far as like production um experience goes he he's definitely got it so yeah with all the stuff that hbo's came out with so you know it'll be it'll be a good move on apple and it's definitely something that they need yeah. obviously apple's came out with some good shows as far as um you know you said c, c was good yeah. and then they have that um the morning show the morning show which yeah. i've heard really good things about and uh, i think there's one more that they've yeah that they've there's a one with. that looks really interesting i haven't started watching it yet it looks like some type of a legal drama situation thing yeah that looks so good. I wish I remember the name of it. And then there's the there's another one that they have, and I don't know if it's out yet. Um, I just realized now too that you can stream it. The Apple's available on the stick now too. Cool. So you can if you have it, like they, I got it for free this year, so I'll be able to put just watch through that. But so yeah, it looks like they got some good things already working, and they're going to build off of that. And um, the uh, the morning show, I've heard some really good things about and um including uh the acting by steve carell was supposedly fantastic in it yeah and so is jennifer aniston and so is reese witherspoon so i can't believe i knew all three names yeah hey so So anyway new year new year new memory new year new year yeah so anywho that's happening i thought that was kind of cool so hopefully we'll see some cool stuff so then um one other thing i was going to throw out there too i don't know if you saw this which is Kind of like on the Star Wars line, the buzz thing with uh, what uh, Fenn was said about Ray in the tweet. Did you see that? No, I didn't see those either. 
so it was I guess it was New Year's and um, John uh, posted uh, yeah, John Boyega yeah he posted a I don't know if it was him dancing or, or somebody dancing and he made some type of a like a lewd comment something about um, I'll butcher I'm gonna butcher it but I'll, this is paraphrasing for sure basically that well now that Kylo's now that Kylo's dead it opens the door for Finn yeah. you know. <laughs> And then somebody said something to him about the comment, and he said it's not about who she kissed; it's about who lays the pipe, or something like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he really did go a little too far, but he's also trying to backpedal and say he wasn't talking about Daisy; he was talking about Finn and Ray. It's not who. It's yeah. not about who she kisses, but who eventually lays the pipe. Yeah, you are a genius. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, for whatever that is, I thought that was kind of. It's yeah. probably it's not appropriate. Don't get you I mean he probably shouldn't have went there. even if he's talking about two characters, you know, this day and age it's not really the smartest choice, I don't think, on his Yeah, part. no, I don't think that's so. But anyways, that was out there. I thought that was kinda Yeah, he, he responded to the backlash saying, um, you obviously don't know the difference between a fictional world and reality. Right. That's it. Yeah. So Obviously, you know, I think that was more meant as a joke. I'm not. Yeah, because he kept. But yeah, it was, it was in poor taste. Well, it ties back to the whole thing. Ray, I got to tell you something. Ray, I got to tell you something. And he never gets to tell Ray whatever it is. So. I'm telling you, man, like there's there's a, like an anti-PC culture that's brewing up um, a lot like what we saw in the early 2000s mm-hmm. to where after the um, Dave Chappelle thing, it's it's becoming like niche to to um to go against the grain with pc and people are opening up more to it oh true yeah so well um the other thing i saw too which i'm sure you're aware of this you saw disney's moving up wandavision to this year yeah yeah they're moving up um the there were it was originally going to be like it was going to end right as dr strange was coming out um, now it's going to be a little bit beforehand, but oh, I thought Doctor Strange was going to be a lead into that. No, no, no. It's always meant to be WandaVision is going to be a lead First in to that. Yeah. So basically, like the last scene within WandaVision is going to be the opening scene of Doctor Strange. Oh, the well, Multiverse for some reason they put it into this year. So yeah. So um, now they're they're obviously making that. Um, just I think it's more of like filling in content and trying to their their push seems to be a little bit more from Disney. To get more stuff out there. Well, they're going to do it, I'm sure. Without yeah. question. So, anyways, not, not a huge deal there. But um, one other thing I wanted to throw out there, too, and it, it, launched, it launches tomorrow, on the 4th, um, on Netflix. It's uh, Dracula. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah so that looks so good. And I, I saw the trailer today, and then I looked at the international trailer as well. The international trailer I thought was better than what the trailer was that they showed here. I thought the international trailer gave more of a, a premise and a storyline situation where the one that they released stateside kind of had just left a lot to wonder, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it's been a, it was a, a ginormous hit on BBC over there in England, which is. Um, I think they had, I want to say 12 million viewers or something like that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's only, I think it's three parts, three or four parts, but it follows Dracula. Um, he's established. He follows him on, you know, his journey to England, I believe. 
So okay. it, it looks pretty cool. It's written by the two guys, um, Stephen Moffat and Mark uh, Gates. The, what they wrote, uh, they do a lot of work on Doctor Who. Nice. And also, um, if you ever watch the BBC version of Sherlock. Yeah, I wrote that. That's, that's, where, that's a fantastic show. Those yeah. are the guys that are that work on that. So, uh, And I forget, one of them was actually in Game of Thrones. had a bit part, but I can't remember what it was. Not that it matters. But anyways, I thought the trailer was really cool. I look something like I definitely want to see that. It looks really good. So, but as far as new tidbits of news, that's probably about it. I did have a little list. I guess we could probably run through these. Just some of the movies that are coming out in 2020 that I thought we could just you know give a thought on. One, I, I the first one that I think looks pretty sweet, which I when I first saw it, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but anyways, Fantasy Island. So, um, so I've heard about this. Uh, have you heard like the the twist that they're doing on it? Oh so yeah, it's gonna be like a more of like a suspense horror type. Oh of yeah. yeah, yeah. The trailers are great. Yeah, the trailers are fantastic. Um, did you ever see this? I mean, I don't yeah, know I mean, I've seen like obviously the like bits and pieces here yeah. and there. You know, everybody knows. De plane, de plane, yeah. boss. Mm-hmm. So the premise of the regular old fantasy island. Was it was always it was like it was it followed, the way it used to run, and I was a really little kid, but I watched a lot in the reruns too. But it used to run Love Boat and then Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Island yep. They used to go back to back, and Fantasy Island always had like the Love Boat did. It always had guest stars on it, you know, and mm-hmm. those would be the customers that are coming to Fantasy Island. And basically, the premise of the show was they come there, and uh, Mr. Rourke and uh, Tattoo, or yeah, Tattoo, right? yeah, yeah, Tattoo. And uh, they would uh, then have their fantasies, and there'd be a lesson or something in it or whatever, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're taking that twist, like you said. These people are coming there as contest winners, in a sense, and they get to go there and live out their fantasies. But exactly what you said is what happens. There's obviously a unintended consequence that occurs that causes it to go south. Yeah, but obviously yeah. a lot lighter within the, uh-huh. the day and age to where it was... Mm-hmm. You know, appropriate for daytime TV or like early evening TV. No, but I mean, they, Fantasy Island was always ended happy. Yeah, but I mean, this is definitely going in a much darker direction, which I think is a. It's which, interesting. I like. I, it. I like. I like. It. I think it's a cool premise, and I think that they're really taking a property though that a lot of people do not know. <laughs> I mean, no, they really wouldn't know. No, I mean, I mean especially like I mean, um, I'm probably. I know a lot more than your average millennial. Oh, no doubt. But, you know, I, I think that most millennials wouldn't know what fantasy all on this. No, uh, no, not at all. So, um, the other one that I'm looking forward to, I think it's going to be good, is Bad Boys for Life. I like those movies. I thought those were great. Yeah. I, I like those two together are great. I mean, I think that's as far as Martin Lawrence goes. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like Mama's House? You know, but, uh, or yeah. Big Mama. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, I think those two, and at the time, yeah, those came mama's out, ha- Big Mama's House. Big, yeah, that's yeah. Big Mama's House. Yeah, yeah Big yeah. Mama's House, yeah. That was an so, amazing yeah. movie. Yeah. God, deep, deep cut there. Yeah, like, I, I, I completely forgot about that one. Yeah. You're right, that was an amazing movie. It had, um, the, who's the bald guy that was in that? Um, the, the, his partner that was the, um, agent. He's been, he was in like, uh, Lost in Translation. Um, and, uh, Screw, or, um, was it screw top or what was the the white wine one to where oh side not side sideways yeah sideways. sideways yeah 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 it was that guy um 
The shorter guy. Yeah, no. Oh, not Giamani. It's a. Um, yeah, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. They were they worked fantastic yeah. together too. So. I know. I think it looks. I think it looks cool. I think that they're they're doing it, and from the trailers, they're, they're obviously showing them as being the older guys now too. So it's not like trying to just recreate something. It's continuing their story, and you know they've obviously now the, are the most senior veterans in the in the division and all that type of stuff. So I don't know. I think it's just going to be exactly what you expect it to be. It's going to be a good ride. It'll be fun. There'll be some good lines in it, and and what have you. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. So. Um, I'll save that to the end on the movie list. Uh, one that I'm looking forward to a lot, and we talked about it before it was even um, really out there, too, was is Mulan, too. Yeah. I, yeah. That looks so good. I'm still, like, so I'm, I'm in the camp of you got to give me the dragon, and it really needs to be Eddie Murphy that voices the dragon. Like, you, you've got to have that dynamic i mean i'm yeah i'm interested to see what they do with it but it seems like they're they're taking they're completely redoing the story um and taking like a very serious approach to it Mm -hmm. i just don't know that works for it well i mean i think they're definitely they're definitely moving it from a g to a pg-13 yeah you know that type of thing so i don't think the dragon's out i mean maybe she has something about mystical guide or something she talks to i don't know but but I don't, I don't think that the little dragons in it. But yeah. But I definitely think you're going. You're right. It's trying to be more like a, a period piece. Yeah. You know, which still looks good to me. I think I, I just like the premise of it. I, I like that story a lot. I think it's a cool story. So. And I don't know. Is that is that a Disney exclusive story, or is, do you know that had other roots in something else first? I don't know. I, I really, I didn't. Know. I was meant to look that up, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. So. I'll have to research that a little bit before we come or before it comes out. Yeah. Um, of course, we have Birds of Prey, which we've talked about that ad nauseum. They did another like short little teaser for that, which nothing new in there that's really that exciting. Um, they did confirm that Jared Leto is not going to be in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of all knew that, but. Which I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I To be honest with you, I mean. I don't think you need anything to prop up Harley, so No, no, no. Especially with Mario Ravi's performance. I think oh. that would it would hinder Absolutely. That mm-hmm. a little bit. Just let her do her yeah. thing. Yeah. Speaking of Margot Ravi too, I just watched that other movie, um, the Hollywood movie. Yeah, yeah. How's that? It's got um it's got Kevin Smith's daughter in it. It's got um uh, Harley Quinn's yeah. yeah. Um Well, you know, I, I, I watched it going in not knowing anything, and that's kind of how I like to watch Tarantino movies. Yeah. I don't really want to even no. do the synopsis. I just want to go in for the ride. And I wasn't sure at first, was this a story that was going to be working into the Manson piece? You know, is this more of a type of a biopic about the Manson situation or whatever? Yeah. Obviously, that's a big part of it, but that's not what the story is. The story is really about... Leonardo DiCaprio being a kind of a more of a washed up guy coming out of the golden age of television, you know, and uh, doing the old Western movies and all that type of stuff to where he's now happy just to get parts. And his buddy is basically his stunt double, which is Brad Pitt. And it's kind of like their story and and the way that they recreated Hollywood at that time and the attention to detail to everything was just was was fantastic. Um and of course, there is the Manson piece that goes along goes along with it. But 
Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate in it. And to be honest with you, I mean, I didn't even see Margot Robbie. That's how good she was in it, you know? Because mm-hmm. normally you say, oh, it's Margot well, she's, Robbie, you know? She's like, one of those that, that I, I don't. You remember Harley Quinn? I see her as Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Wolf on Wall Street. She was, it was kind of a breakthrough type of thing, so I didn't really know who Margot Robbie was. But so, look I mean, at Tanya Harding. Yeah. The I, Tanya movie. Yeah. I mean... Was that Margot Robbie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. Yeah. I always thought there was that girl from um, from My Name is Earl. The Oh, I know you're talking about. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to look real quick, but I'm pretty positive that was her. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I just, I, she, it's not her typical, uh, I think the white trashy like type of subling yeah. for that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Mar- lost me. It was Margot Robbie. Yeah, that other lady, I like her too. She's really good from from Earl. Earl's a great show, dude. I yeah, that's a really good Earl. show. That was such a unique, unique show too. That yeah. was really cool. So, anyways, um, we got that. Oh, the other one is of course Bloodshot comes out the twenty first of January. Wow, and that's snuck up. Yeah, it did kind of sneak up. I think we're gonna start seeing a push for that soon. Um, the trailer, like we talked about before, looked really good. So we'll see how that that plays out. Um, other ones that I thought were interesting. One that I'm like, uh, I'm not sure about this one. And um, Monster Hunter. So Monster Hunter is a video game. Yeah. And I'm not sure. It has, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, the one that does... Uh, here we go. See, I, I started out the gate so so well, Josh. Yeah, it, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. Um, right, you went longer than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jan, or uh, whatever. I forget her name. Anyways, it just doesn't. I don't know. It it shows the one still shot they have of it. Shows the two characters, and I don't even know their names. Sure, I don't know anything about the game. But the guy's holding like a Final Fantasy sword almost. I mean, it's like a ginormous cloud cloud type of sword. And I'm like thinking, okay, it works in video games and maybe animation and so forth. But in for reals life, just give him a big broadsword or something. I mean, it's just, I don't know. So we'll see. I'm not expecting much out of that. Um, They got uh, Dune. It's getting rebooted. Yeah, I saw a. There's a Doom on. Oh, Dune. Yeah, Dune. Dune. Yeah, Dune got. Um, I knew it was getting rebooted. Yeah, which should be good. My yeah. both of my kids yesterday came up for, out of randomness and just said, "Did you ever see the movie Dune?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah." Yeah. And they're like, "It was really bad." And I'm like, "Why? Why? Why were you even watching?" It? And he's like, "We were looking for something that looked stupid, so we decided to watch that." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well." <laughs> I like the the um, I like TV the, I like, version better. Oh yeah, but, yeah, that was much better. Yeah, that was good. Um, so, anyways, that and then um, they also have Godzilla versus Kong is coming out this year. So I haven't that's, heard that was quick. That's quick turnaround from the last Godzilla movie. Yeah, I'm surprised. I didn't expect. I don't know even know here or know anything about that. So. But the other one um, that I had on here just to throw out there too, which I have interest in, is New Mutants, which I know you wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so it's interesting because that that came out. There's a couple things going on with it, right? So originally it was coming out out under Fox banner, um, and Fox had a lot to do with it. Um, 
as as they were you know they had kind of pulled the reins a little bit on the direct on the director yeah um and a lot of people are um criticizing that for the dark phoenix movie saying that that's really why it was so terrible was because it was more um mainstream and like and they they held such type grip on grip on it that didn't allow for like a creative breathing mm. um with the since new mutants has been delayed um disney and i think marvel has allowed the director to kind of take his own cut at it so it's a completely different movie than what it was previously mm. um and uh and it might fall underneath the marvel banner marvel studios banner. oh really okay. so we might be getting our first look at mutants and this yeah from within the mcu oh that's cool yeah, so they may be headlining yeah. mutants really quick, or like quickly. Wow. Hey, that fits nicely. Yeah, I mean, I've heard rumors that that mutants are going to be popping up here and there, um, over the Disney Plus shows. Um, for example, the Winter Soldier and Falcon show. Mm-hmm. They go to this bar in Canada, and there's this um, there's this character called Ace or. Patch. His name's Patch because he wears an eye patch. And very creative, I know. But yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they really went on a limb. Yeah. So in the comics, though, this guy, um, he he, this wearing an eye patch, um, is a mutant in disguise, and that mutant is Wolverine. So it's oh. Logan in disguise before he joins the X Men. Before the X Men are you know a thing that he's part of. It's post Weapon X Logan. So. Um, it's uh, a lot of people are upset that that would be how they would introduce Logan, but that you know that could be an opportunity for us to get a major mutant. Sure. Um, in the near future. Hmm. Cool. Did not know that. Awesome. So that's it. About that's. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that we we've already talked about. It's coming out. Those are some of the ones I think we didn't mention a ton about. So just thought I'd throw those out there. But that's basically it for. Oh, the other only other thing is um. The the DC the new Batman movie yes Batman. they uh, two things one is the director and I don't know if it's been finally approved but they he really Reeves really wants to keep this out of the DCEU mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that or not no but he really is trying to push push that um, direction which I'm not sure why but they did say too that. Um, the bat suit that he's going to have is going to be modeled off of the suit that is in uh, Batman's uh, Noel. I don't know if you saw that suit. I did. I was. I was curious. I couldn't remember the exact um, place that it was that they were pulling it from, or the director. But yeah, yeah, I did see that. Um, it looks good. It looks like definitely like noir esque, like it's leather pieces, and it's yeah. not even like a like a full. Yeah, it's kind of like it's been stitched together. Um, yeah, it almost looks hand. like he has like tactical pants on with pat knee pad type thing, and I like it. Yeah, the only thing I don't like is um, I don't like the chest piece. I don't like how the bat basically is almost like like the bat is not on his chest. The bat itself looks like it's like part of it. Just flows the wings flow out into the cape. Um, 
call it picky and petty on my part. I just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, it's prefer- got like that. It's got like a collar type of thing. Yeah, it's it. almost like he pulls it over his head and then he has like a chest piece that's yeah. the bird or the bat and then it flows into the cape. But you're right. I mean, his tactical belt is more like leather pouch type things and stuff like that. Well, I'm just talking about like the, even the, the, the suit, fabric itself, the fabric not, itself, like all over it's, it's like patchy. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't look like Kevlar no. or, or armor in a sense. Well, but it, yeah. So supposedly they're, they're going into, it's, it's going to be, um, the, the nineties It's going to be set during the nineties. So, um, that, I don't think Kevlar really fits the narrative that they're trying to go with. Oh no, I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a poor choice. I just particularly don't care for the way that the bat logo on the chest just pulls into the K. I think it's fine. Um, I don't mind that suit at all. I mean, there's not a ton of bat suits I really hate, but uh, yeah. but no, I just thought that was kind of interesting. I think it's interesting too, keeping it out of the extended universe. And I, you know, some of that they're saying is due to the fact that. Um, DC was so eager to try to do their uh, do their um, infinity before they were ready by you know putting the Justice League all together mm-hmm. without doing these characters the way they're doing it now with Aquaman movies and separate movies and things like that. So again, we'll see. I don't know what that uh, DC's always. I'm always up in there with what I think they're going to do. So, um, so with the the Batman, it's it's just began production. Yeah, um, they've started shooting, or they're they're building sets at least right now. Well, I think they're shooting. Um, I know that there there was a photo that came out of a set piece this past week, and the set piece isn't quite finished. Yeah, but it's a funeral scene. They're not saying who the funeral scene's for, whether it's for, um, whether it's for the Wayne family funeral, um, or if it's going to be for a uh, uh, the the victim of the the um, Halloween murder or not Halloween murder the holiday murder yeah Halloween murder um, because they're basing off of the long Halloween storyline yeah the uh, but here is the um, screen or the set photo oh wow that we've cool. come back or that's coming back so the big thing that everybody's pointing out are those air blumps there yeah. so very bat noir-esque yeah, and very yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s animated series-esque mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um what are your thoughts on it no i look at i completely see it i mean i agree with that wholeheartedly and especially if that truly is the suit i mean that's i, I don't know if that that suit thing came from dc directly but it's pretty credible um and that right there what you just showed yeah i mean you're definitely certain to, to get a sense of how it's evolving and, and what i think it's it's gonna begin to look like so. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm 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 down with that type of story for sure. It's a, it's a fresh new take, and um, it still will permit all the great components, you know, um, of the Batman. Did you see his interview he did on? Um, I think it was on. Was it on Fox? I can't remember what it was on. I think it was on Fox, and he corrected the one guy that referred to Batman as a superhero. And no. Yeah. And uh, this is Matt Reeves, no Pattinson. Oh, Pattinson, oh. yeah. So, and um, so I was gonna ask you, what do you think about that? Um, I've always viewed Batman as kind of an anti hero just because he's um, his relationship early on within with the law and he's willing to break the rules. 
um, to see how things are done. You know, he only lives by the one rule that he won't kill anybody. Um, and of course, whenever you talk about superheroes, he's not as technically a superhero. Granted, you you can make the the case that he, because of his discipline and determination, that that in itself may be a superpower. But I think that um, it's more realistic to to say that he's an antihero. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I did. Well, I, I just was curious as what you thought about it too. I mean, because that's the main thing that I. That's one of the things that I love about Batman more than anything else is because he could be anybody. You know what I mean? He wasn't blessed with some type of special power or cursed with a special power, however you want to look at the. You know what the situation might be. So, um, no. Anyways, no, no. I thought that adds, he actually said something that I kind of agreed with, so I thought I would throw that out there since I bitch about him all the time. So um, I'm just seeing this. Um, come up as I'm researching this, uh, um, or the, um, that piece. I don't know if this is an old preview or if this is the Zack Snyder cut. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a little bit digging, but there was this previous playing on the same page that I showed you that picture from. Yeah. And it looks like they may be releasing the Snyder. Or they may have, they may be announcing the Snyder cut release of, um, Justice League. I, so I, it, to be honest with you, how could they lose? Yeah, by doing it. I mean, really, how could they lose by doing it? I mean, what are they going to do? Say it sucks more? No, they can't. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you might get people to say no. I like it a little bit, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll definitely spend. You're the not going to lose money by doing no, it. No, right? they're not going to lose it. I mean, they already have it. I mean, it's done. It's in the can. Yeah. You know, you got to pay a couple jamokes to sit there and splice some crap together and do what they want to do. So. If, if you ask me, I think that's fine. I, I have no problem with that. And now they're not talking theatrical release with it. They're just talking, right? Well, the preview that I had was in theaters. So this may be an old preview. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But uh, what I would do if I were DC, if I were king for the day, um, is I would reserve that for HBO Max. Sure. And then release it on HBO Max sure. exclusively. Yeah. And have you know that as a... De- uh, as a pulling factor for people to be to join HBO Max. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, anyways, that's the latest on the bat on the bat news. So that's all I got as far as little little bits of stuff. So yeah, I mean that's that's really all that. Um, Spider Man news. We, oh we yeah, talk about Spider Man. Yeah, cover that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the obviously we we've all we talked to ad nauseum about the Spider Man um, Sony Marvel relationship. Um, there's been some new news on it though, and Disney is making a pull to purchase the rights for Spider-Man or film rights for Spider-Man outright. So instead of leasing it to Disney and only having access to the one character or to the one character, leasing it from Sony, having access to the, only the one character, um, now they're trying to buy it and then have access to the plethora of um, Spider-Man characters. Um, they're wanting to purchase it for $5 billion, between 5 and $7 billion. Dude, that's just so crazy to think that, though. I mean, really, think about that. That's mm-hmm. just insane. Yeah. I mean, that's the GDP of some countries, isn't it? Some that's little countries? G- yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> like, uh, GDP, GDP of I don't know. <laughs> majority of countries, I would say. I mean, my like, God. Yeah. That's insane. 
mean, um, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I get it's all relative to the business, but gee, Matisse. Well, I mean, even even when we take a relative perspective of it, they bought Star. They bought Lucasfilm for four four billion dollars. Yeah. They bought um, Marvel for around four billion dollars. Yeah. They bought the the only deal that they've made that's comparable to this is the Fox deal, and they bought Fox for like what fifty billion yeah. or something like that. So those those Disney parks pay off, don't they? Yeah, they <laughs> they. I mean, they're they're obviously willing to throw some money at stuff. Yeah. Um, Sony is countering with ten billion dollars, so Sony wow. wants ten billion dollars for the property. Um, the 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 question is, does it pay off for Disney to pay the extra five billion dollars for um, for the rights to Spider Man and the Spider Man universe? What it comes down to is the, under the current agreement, if you take the one point three billion dollars that that Far From Home made, and you you say the next Spider Man movie is going to be a part of, or is going to make the same as as that. Which I would say yes. Yeah, I would say it probably will. Um, currently, underneath the agreement, um, Marvel's paying for, or Disney's paying for 25% of the cost. But it was about a $137 million movie to make, I think was the number. Um, and so Disney would be, would be paying around $40 million to be able to make the movie. They would be reaping the benefit of... Um, about two hundred and ninety million dollars, um, on the back end. Uh, with twenty five percent of oh the twenty five percent correct yeah. yes. So um, and then all the merchandising rights along with the toys that were sold and stuff like that. Yeah, which who I have no idea what that is. It's the largest superhero. I know that that's being sold. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I, I would be uh, year to... over year. I don't know how much. I mean, I'm just saying, if you do a movie. I mean, is it, I'm sure it's somewhere someone. Well, I mean, you think it. about they they have Lego sets, they have Funko Pops, they have they have everything, you everything can get socks, that you could, underwear, yeah. t-shirts, jackets, yeah. hats, just it goes on and on and on. I get that. I mean, obviously they're they make that money. They're not doing it themselves. They're selling the licensing right to someone else to go do yeah. that too. So yeah, of course, the video games too. I mean, what video games? I mean, that's again no joke. We talked about that market before too. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Sony nor and the last Spider-Man game was a good game. Yeah, Sony nor um, nor Disney have the rights to the video game stuff. Who does? Um, I think is it Activision? It somebody, Activ- somebody like that. It's, it's well, whoever that was. was it's smart. a third party, but yeah, it was they the the deals worked out with the, or with Sony to where only came out on the PS4. Yeah. But that's not because it's Sony property. Yeah. So, uh, the if if they were to take this, obviously they're making one or they're making one point three billion or they're making one point three billion dollars so, okay, so instead of. How long to recruit what they invest? That's the question, right? That, that's the million dollar question. Yeah. You're right. So you know, it's it's about a billion dollars more than what they would be getting right now off of each movie. Now, if they bought the rights to Spider-Man, they have the rights to more than just Spider-Man at that point. They have Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, 
um, Green Goblin, yeah. Venom, yeah. Um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. They've yeah. got the entire gambit, which consists and Venom's of... Venom's already shown that it can do it on its own. Yeah, yeah. and it consists mm-hmm. of over 100 different properties. Right. Underneath that. I mean, you've got... Um, you can introduce... We've talked about introducing, within the Blade movie, introducing um, yeah. Morpheus uh, or Morbius. You can definitely do that it, there. There's, there. It's there. I mean, yeah. even if they're going to pick it up $500 million at a time, yeah, they're going to get it. Yeah. They're going to get it one way or another. Now, yeah, over the course of 10 years, they'll yeah. they'll easily make that back, if mm-hmm. not I mean, probably well before then. Not to mention that they won't have to worry about licensing rights whenever they introduce Spider-Man into the parks. Because they're already introducing him into the um, Disneyland um, attraction for Avengers. Yeah. Um, and they've got like a mechanic to where they've got Spider-Man like coming in, swinging from a web over the top of um, Avengers uh, area. And then the, like... The tower. No, not the tower. The, yeah, they're, they're not doing... They're doing like yeah. an Avengers facility. Facility, yeah. Yeah. So as part of like a cool dude section I, of the parks, it's gonna something's gonna pop here. Yeah. Now if it's ten million or they come down and negotiate to a figure of eight, yeah, I mean, yeah. oh yeah. I mean it's it's only a matter of time before, yeah. especially after the 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 whole uprising against Sony that happened, they they realize that they're they're not gonna make that money without Marvel. Right, right. Well, right. I mean they're a, they they definitely hold a, a a large a large stable, but they're not. They have a ton, but there's four times that amount over on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, no, hey, that's just it's just it's just bizarre to me that this type of negotiations and that, what's I even find more funny. These are grown ass men and women going into boardrooms, negotiating shrewdly, having discussions, lawyers. Probably from Harvard and Cornell and God knows where, debating the money situation over Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> over Spider Man. <laughs> where did where did we not go right? Our, oh my in our God. lives to not end up on those tables. That's <laughs> crazy. It's just nuts. I mean, you think that well, you're going to that nine o'clock. We're talking about this one's about Miles Morales. We don't want to miss that one. This is going to be a good meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's just funny. I mean, it's hey. Do you watch the uh, Do you watch the movie The Quiet Place? No, but the sequel's coming. Yeah, my wife, like, my wife and kids went to see it when I was gone, and so we just. I, my wife has this thing; she will not rewatch movies. I don't understand why, but she won't. So I haven't seen it yet. So I. What did you think of the first one? My it kids, my kids am- liked it. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Um, Jim Krasinski or um, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Jack <laughs> did a fantastic job. Yeah. John Krasinski. Is his yeah. Name. John um, did a fantastic job, not only writing and directing it, but breaking out. I mean, this was really the first time that we saw him in a different role uh-huh. other than Jim. And you completely forgot about Jim halfway through. So I loved it. Um, uh, spoilers. Um, John's on the second one um, because of events within the first one. So it picks up after the events of the first one. I'm not going to spoil any further than that for you. But it, it also explains some of the stuff that went on before the first one too because the first one picks up to where they're already in the shit 
and like yeah. everything's already happened to a point where you know they they've got they're being attacked by some monster group um and you really don't know why and they don't really take the time okay. to explain it um they're going back and explaining some of that now okay cool or they're they're at least showing portions of that beforehand of uh, what the causation of yeah, the yeah yeah at least at least when it started you know yeah. they may not go into like specifically the cause but you know if they if it comes out you know if they if they put the time and the effort into it that they put into the first one then it will do dominoes I heard I I I've heard great things about the second one, so I'm definitely gonna watch it. So it'll do gangbusters, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, there, Pally. Yeah. That's how it's gonna do. Yeah. So, anywho, great man, love it, love it. Good stuff on Spider Man too. Cannot uh, can't get enough. So. Yeah. I think that's it for other news, though. I don't have anything else. No, no. I think I think we covered what I what. Is important out there for the most part. Um, I do want to throw uh, some props out to uh, Dita Barb. That's my kid's grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, she has two episodes left of JoJo's. <laughs> so my uh, my mother in law, who is in her seventies, uh, or I shouldn't say that she is probably seventy, but maybe don't don't repeat that to anyone. Um, my kids watch anime. We've talked about it. We've had them on before. They know that. So being the grandmother she is, uh, she actually has sat down and watched the entire series of JoJo. JoJo's Bizarre... Is it Bizarre Circus? Is that what it's called? Or JoJo's... I honestly don't know. I've I, never watched it. I, I don't, I've never watched it either. But anyway, so she's watched all of this, and she's down to two episodes. And listening to those three talk about it is just absolutely classic. I should record it and bring it over here so we can put some on the air to hear her talk about <laughs> yeah, were, well, so-and-so stand. Poppy was talking about it a little bit over at dinner today, mm-hmm. like talking about somebody getting murdered and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, they're really into it. Yeah, and she's really upset because some little kid was, I don't know. Anywho, I just wanted to throw the props out for that. So JoJo's yeah. uh, definitely is uh, is up there. So we got um, has Aiden pre-ordered the Dragon Ball um, Z game that's coming out? Uh, uh, if he if he hasn't, he will get it. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, he they're will doing definitely get it. Yeah. It's basically like a it's a it's an open world storyline, but it, it looks really good. Like usually those games aren't very good, and I'll you know pass on them. Um, a huge fan of the the product and the 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 IP, but yeah. you know I've never been a big fan of the games. They're they're mainly like um, arcade fighters type of thing. Yeah, but this one's taking the storyline of it, and you're like like put like imagine like um, Spider Man the way that we saw like this huge open world concept, expanding that like. A couple fold yeah as far as like what you're you go through different planets and like all of them are like this huge open world experience yeah with side missions and hidden objects and um, powering up and collectibles and um, all this different stuff um, and then it takes you through the storyline of Dragon Ball um, Z yeah and and Goku's story so um, it's gonna be really really good I think Cool. Um, and we'll we'll definitely have to have them on once they played it as well because I'm going to play it. But we'll have to have them on. Oh once yeah, play well, it. I'm sure. Trust me, he, he as a college kid, he's definitely yeah, going to be getting yeah, that yeah. and spending a lot of time on that. He he did uh, 
and I don't think I announced that, but he did uh, take second place in the Coastal Carolina University Smash Bros tournament, though. Yeah. So that was good. So. But uh, but yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know what they're playing right now. Oh, they're playing some Pokemon game of of uh, Sword and Shield. Uh, uh, is that the latest one that yeah, just came out? Yeah, the latest one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they're working on right now. So. Grayson's playing uh, Blood Rain too. Oh, this, nice! This is a side scroll thing, I think, or something. Um, yeah, I mean the Blood Rain. Is it Blood Rain? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I got that wrong. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's immaterial. Sorry, I'm still playing Star Wars. So, yeah, yeah, I've got and, I've got to finish Star Wars. Up. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's starting to get a little bit grindy, but I still like it. You know, I mean, the uh, the only. There, there's a couple little glitches with that that I have problems with. Sometimes the hollow map really is confusing the shit out of me, mm-hmm. especially level one, level two, when you're trying to see yeah. it and you're trying to rotate yeah, and it they... around and it, you just look at a blob and, you know, it's like there's some things in there. Some of it, Sometimes I think graphically it looks beautiful. And sometimes I'm thinking, good Lord, was this like a project for one of their kids or something? Because yeah. sometimes it just looks like it was just garbage. Yeah. But... Uh, the uh, acting is really good in it, though. I mean, all the cutscenes and stuff like that, are, I think, are pretty powerful and they're really good. So, and I finally got over the guy playing that as the kid from Shameless. So, yeah. But anyways, so all right, that's all. That's all I had. So, or to the Mandalorian then. Yeah. Do you want to talk Witcher or now? You want to skip that for now? Or? Oh, we can talk about it. I can talk about that in Lost in Space too. Okay. And then you we'll, can give your review on Witcher. I haven't, in 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 full disclosure, I haven't seen much of the Witcher. I've watched like half, or I've watched I've watched a couple of episodes, um, like like just catching a little bit here and there, and then we'll, we'll come back. We'll no, come no, back. We'll, we'll, we'll oh, like okay. just well, give a spoiler I'll just, I'll free. Just, I'll, just, I'll try to keep it spoiler free. Yeah, but I mean, we'll just talk about the way that I what I thought was really interesting. I and I can't say yet because I got to watch the last episode. We had an internet outage here yesterday, yesterday, so I didn't get to watch the last episode, which I think, from what I gather, is really going to just hammer everything home. And um, from what I understand, too, the way the source material, this is coming from the books, and the books are mostly short stories written by this, this I, I would butcher his name, I'm going to try, it's, he's Polish, I believe, or something like that. But, and it's short stories of all of the Witcher's adventures. And this story is basically the Witcher is the story of of him and two other individuals. Um, um, what's their name? Jennifer and uh, Siri. And at first, when you're watching it, it's, it's super ass confusing, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not SAC as super ass cool. It's super ass confusing. Yeah. And. I'm like thinking, wait, what that? Wait a minute, and then you realize, wait a minute, this shit's going back, and you have to listen because they'll say things that gives you context to say, okay, well, wait a minute, and where's the Witcher at? Where's this person at? Where's this person at? But then as you start to glide through, and you get up into episodes four and five, you start to see the parallels coming together. They're starting to merge and start everything's starting to come together, and you're starting to get a sense too, based on where they're at and what they're doing in their timelines of creating this world of the continent, which this takes on, which is mm-hmm. called the continent, right? So you're starting to see all the events that happen, you know, like, you know, how the elves ran the world for a while, and then they got massacred by the humans and the all that type of stuff. So I think it's 
finally coming together for me. And at first I did not like it from that perspective because I was confused. Yeah. And then I'm thinking. That's kind of the, the feeling that I got from the first couple yeah, of Yeah, and it was like. And then I, then I said, you know, I'm going online. So I went online and like, I'm not the only one. So, yeah. and then, but again, now watching it contextually, understanding of what they're trying to do and blending all that together and showing how these, it's almost like, you remember that movie called Crash? Yeah. With well, all the different events Chris, yeah. that, that inter- intersect at some point, yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of like, had to feel like that to me, you know what I mean? Interesting stories in and of themselves. But you don't really see or feel the parallels. But as it goes, you keep seeing it. But I will tell you that all the characters, they're all great. I mean, yeah. all the actors are good in this. There's not really a bad one in the bunch. I mean, there's some campiness to it a little bit. But for the most part, I, I am enjoying it. The guy that plays, um, what's his name, Jasker, the the bard. I don't think you maybe got to him no, yet. No, I got to him yet. Yeah. So he's, a, he's in there, and that's pretty good. And and obviously, I mean, Henry Cavill does it, an outstanding yeah. His his fight scenes, dude, are just they're just they're just awesome. I mean, they are awesome. I mean, he really I I don't know if he went to sword swinging school or whatever the hell he did, but he is just the man. I mean, seriously, I mean, it's crazy how well he's executed this. No, I just don't know if I have the uh, the sword swinging yeah. school, like not fencing school or not like you know swordsmanship. No. no. But sword swinging. He went school. to the ass kicking Conan school of sword swinging. <laughs> so. Um, but I do, I do appreciate the, the fantasy factor to it as well. I mean, there's a lot of fantasy stories that don't have like, you know, as much, this has everything that you want. You got ass kicking sword play, you got wizards, you got, I mean, you got evil Kings, you got kingdoms taking over other kingdoms. I mean, you got everything that you want in that, you know, mm-hmm. where like Game of Thrones, which I loved the hell out of it. It had a magical component, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like, like the forefront. Uh, this it, one, yeah, feels more like a D and D campaign Ex- on screen, oh, without question. Yeah. Oh, it completely feels like that. Yeah. Especially every time he has to go kill something. Yeah. You know, and then he kills the wrong thing, like he did in the yeah. first one. So, but anyways, it's um, I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. I think it's cool. I'm liking the world. Um, I don't know how much. Obviously, there's tie-ins to the books, is the source material, but also there's video game tie-ins too that come into this as well. So there's a lot going on. I think if you're a true Witcher fan, you read the books and played the played games, the game, yeah. you're watching this like slobbering over yourself. I'm sure, you know. Oh so, yeah, no, I'm sure. But I'm loving every minute of it. And when you're done, we we'll definitely think we'll talk more about it because I got opinions on some things in it that happens and. And um, some other stuff I want to talk about, but I don't want to do that now because it will definitely ruin your experience. But uh, yeah. don't give up on it. Don't no, I won't. I'll, I'll yeah. go back and watch it. The, yeah. I wanted to get through um, Lost in Space because I loved the first season so much. I was a big fan of the property to begin with. I, I really liked watching the reruns of the mm-hmm. um, TV show. And I liked the. Um, I was one of the few people that probably enjoyed the movie that came out with... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, the guy from Friends? Yeah. Matt LeBlanc, yeah, and um, but uh, it's it's very true. The first season is very true to the the way that the the storyline goes of the TV show and the movie. Um, the second season, they 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 build off of the um the baseline that they put there, and they kind of make it into their own thing. Yeah, um, and it works really well. 
Um, now, is the second one, and again, have not seen the first one, but understanding I did see the show. Show, yeah, yeah. So is the second one more driven from the perspective of Will? No. No, no they, they, they do a really good job of not highlighting, like, they, they highlight all the characters equally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not the fact that they, they don't highlight any characters. It's, it's very, there's not a it's character that, then. yeah, it's very holistic. You, okay. You've got the entire family, even Dr. Smith, is, is very well driven out. And they do a really good job as far as, like, character development and then building upon each individual character. Yeah, cool. I think the only one that they haven't really fleshed out as far as the um, the character development goes so far, and they're kind of leading into it, is um, is the robot. And the robot has been... Um, it's a little different than what the the TV show is, but that's that's the really the only big thing. It's just... It's if you took the TV show, the premise of the TV show, put like a, a HBO type of budget behind it. It looks beautiful. And it looks fantastic. I mean, the first season was action-packed the cinema cinematography was beautiful um second season they do that and then some it's cool. bigger um and and more uh, the cinematography is definitely the same but it's, it's definitely you can tell that they had a bigger budget on the second one they took a little bit more time on the second yeah which hey so, that's what they're doing now they got the cash man they're doing it yeah. they're, they're not they're spending no expense on any of this stuff no right now, so. it's a super fun series and if you haven't seen it then go watch it yeah i'll definitely check that one out so all right well you want to get to the goodies yeah let's the get goodies. goodies yeah the mandalorian yeah fantastic all right so what do you how do you want to approach this because i i got um a ton to say but i don't know how yeah let's go let's give in. let's give like a, a review like a like a spoiler free ish review of like like not not the entire segment, but let's let's give like a, a spoiler free review of the season overall, and then we can lead into um, some of the individual things, um, you know, as far as good um, or great, good and bad type mm-hmm. of stuff that we felt about the the individual pieces of the series. Um, my review of this is that. Um, it's it's my favorite thing that's been in 2019. I think it's it's very well done. It's different than anything that I would have expected from this, and yet it makes so much sense the way that they did it. Yeah. Um, it it's one of those things to where like it's 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 staring you right in front of the face, and then once that somebody does this, you're like, of course, that's mm-hmm. you know why did nobody ever see this before. And um, the the idea and the thing, the way that they went about it, the way that John Favreau treated this is fantastic. The mm-hmm. casting is um, phenomenal. Um, the guy that plays the Mandalorian um, dives headfirst into it enough to where he goes on the red carpet and doesn't take off the helmet while he's on the red yeah. carpet during for like set photos or for like yeah. um, publicity photos and stuff. But it's the actor that's in it, so they don't have like yeah. somebody else like standing in for him. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. yeah, Pedro Pascal, but he's within the uniform the entire time. Yep. So, um, it's uh, I can't say enough good about it. It's it's phenomenal. Um, 
probably one of my favorite Star Wars properties that's out there. Oh, I, I'll second that. I, I would definitely second that. I, I agree pretty much everything you said. I think that um, there's some interesting components to it. I like that it, sta- it has stayed, the, the soul of Star Wars is in this. They did not lose the soul. They did not change what is Star Wars, Star Wars universe. They didn't change that. And um, they actually go as far as to poke fun of it. Yeah. To a degree. And I, and I, and I love that because it, it just, I, I, I think it was, just, again, it was one of those things like, how was this not done before? You're right. I mean, this is just makes solid sense. But I also like that, and it's smart on their part too to do this. It also is watchable without having to have context of other things. However, watching it, opens the doors up to a whole context of other things. And especially a lot of the animated series. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the animated series have a big, yeah. big role in this. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I'm trying to catch up on that stuff, but now I'm ready to switch. I was going through Clone Wars. I'm going to switch over now. I'm going to start to doing Rebels. Rebels and, you know, doing that to to get more attuned because I don't want to... I, I, I think I catch mostly everything, you know, especially since I get to watch it twice. So I usually catch everything, but there's things in there. Sometimes I have to go and look up, and I was like, oh, well, that was referenced in here, in Rebels. Yeah. This was referenced here. And then so I definitely want to see that. I think it's a smart smart thing because they have it on the platform right there mm-hmm. that you can now just click over and watch it right now. Yeah. It's there. So, the only thing they're really missing is like a bubble that comes up like during like yeah. key moments. Like oh, for this, go see... <laughs> You know, like pop up videos back in the day. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, like uh, or um, like the clippy, like the paperclip thing from like ah. Windows. Ding ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, no clippy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that it, it just does such a great job too of of showing, and again, I've talked about this a lot, is showing the uh, the 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 fall of the empire and I think that they do such a great job in that piece you know what I mean and um it's just I don't know I love it I I just think again it's a standalone piece that you can watch and just enjoy my wife watched it she's seen all the Star Wars stuff but she's definitely not into it like yeah. where we are but and she and she's enjoyed it and of course let's let's just call what it is I mean hey Baby Yoda is glue, baby. Everybody wants to see Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. I don't care. I love Baby Yoda. Yeah. I mean, he's awesome. So. Yeah. If anything ever happens to Baby Yoda, there's mm. going to be a revolt. Oh. Oh, first off, I, I, I just think uh, Mando will lose his shit anyways. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, uh, so. And again, the characters, too. Carl Weathers. Fantastic. Love him. Grief, his character, is great. And I think uh, Gina Carano's character, um, what's her name? Uh, I actually wrote it down to make sure I wouldn't. Kara? Uh, Kara Dune. Kara Dune, Kara Dune. And um, I like her character a lot. I like her. I mean, I think she's a badass to begin with. Nick Nolte's character? Oh, yeah. Oh, he was, oh, yes. Taika Waititi's character? Oh, yeah. I mean, just, there's a a ton of talent in this. A ton of talent in this. And um, I, I... Again, I, I just think it's uh, it's awesome. It's just yeah. good. It's just great. I mean, so. So are the, and going into the spoiler territory. Yeah, um, spoilers now. What so. what were the things that, that just completely floored you about this, um, this series? Like, what were the key moments? 
Well, the the end. I mean, come on. I mean that the yeah. big, the biggest blow. It was the the end that was just when he when he had the uh, the dark saber and cuts out of the tie fighter. That was just insane, dude. I mean, it was insane. I mean, I knew what it was. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. No, but, I was. I like it was literally draw meets floor as soon as like I saw that dark uh, material coming out of yeah. like the the little bitty cut on the uh, yeah. the tie fighter. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. And that weapon, though. I mean, that's the thing about like. That weapon has such a history, though, in Star Wars. I mean, it just yeah. has such a ginormous history. It, it comes, I mean, it was created by, um, uh, what's his name? Terra, Terra, uh, the, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian Jedi. Double family, the Viz, the, yeah, he was the first, first Mandalorian Jedi. ever permitted to enter the Jedi, um, order. order. And then, um, what's, what's your last name? The Viz, or, I don't remember. I can't pronounce. I visit, visit. I can't remember now. But anyway, so yeah, he obviously he created. But I mean, this thing's passed hands in so many different. It's gone through. Like Darth Maul's had this. Uh, Sabin's had it, and then uh, the one the one Jedi that I read the comic book. Um, uh, Kanan, he had it briefly, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, he's the one that helped train Sabin. And so this weapon has been passed and passed down and so forth. And then now somehow, which I don't know, I don't know how Moff Gideon ends up with it, but he has it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where he got it from. I'm not sure how he got it. But it was, um, for the longest time, it was locked away in the Jedi Council on Coruscant. But anyways, neither here nor there, seeing it. And just bring. I mean, that is a character in well, and of where, itself. That's where I think that the purges align. Yes. So, you know, they're talking about the the purge uh-huh. of the Mandalorian, but then within the the Star Wars game, they talk about a purge of the Jedi Order, and I think that that we're going to see like a a mix of the two there, especially within season two, as uh, Ma has been a um a the the key um bad guy within both of those he's been kind of leading he was leading the front not only with the mandalorian purge but with all with also with the um the what moff gideon yeah moff gideon yeah so he was he was the man behind essentially he was he was like the 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 face of the mandalorian purge up on that though because the Jedi purge would obviously happen before then, the purge or the Great Purge are there two different purges? Um, I don't know. I have to, yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe because because the the Jedi purge that they talk about in the game because the game takes place before Rogue One, right? Would be then. We don't know how long it's been since the since the Mandalorian purge. Yeah, I don't know because after. We know that we know that uh, Mando within the show is was a kid was a was a was, that's when he became a foundling was during the purge so that was probably at least twenty some odd years ago or twenty which years ago which Gideon could have been because I mean he's an older dude yeah so he very well could have been so it's no it's a, it's a strong possibility because Gideon's background is he's all what was it, the Imperial Secret Service stuff and all that and that's how he rose up in his ranks and mm-hmm. and. That's the other thing that I think is pretty cool too. Is like you're looking at 
you know, you see this this ragtag, dirty ass stormtrooper situation mm-hmm. when you open up with it, and you like you start seeing just the you know in shambles. There's not much left. There's just pockets of you know of um, empire there. However, Gideon's obviously managed to put himself together a pretty sweet little setup. He's got a full battalion, and he's got the uh, the dude that dude dude the Tie Fighter scene, dude. Mm-hmm. When he comes in, the wings collapse, and he lands down yeah. behind that. Dude, that was crazy, man. Crazy. And then they talk about the, uh, what is it, the gun that they put up? I forget what it's called, but that's where. It's basically like a Gatlin gun. Yeah, it's some type of, like, uh, yeah, it's obviously just some type of a Gatlin gun type of situation. But um, I think it's interesting that they keep, like, providing more scope to um, Gina Carano's character, too. Yeah. As well, you know, with what she did. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I think that, you know, we keep getting more and more and more. And obviously you can see the premise of this is that, you know, Gideon obviously employed the client to go get this weapon for him and Dr. Pershing to go get the baby Yoda because that's what he needs to continue the advancement of the new... The new clones. The, or the or new... presumably the... Whatever. Yeah, exactly. The new so. clone army that he's trying mm-hmm. Or whatever he's trying to do. Right, yeah. exactly. We don't know for sure, but yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's um, it's cool. Plus, we got his name. Yeah, Mando's name. Yeah, we got Mando's name. I don't remember. It's Dan Darjan or Dan... Den? Den. 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 Den something or whatever. Yeah, I don't so, remember. And they took his helmet off, finally. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're did, right. Yeah, we saw it. No human song. Yeah, yeah. No living thing was yeah. the way that you put it. Yeah. yeah. Only the uh, only the robot, the battle droid. Yeah, the IG the nurse droid. Yeah, yeah. IG eleven. IG eleven. Yes. So, but I can't say enough about it. I just think it's fantastic. I love that they're doing. They're providing enough historical pieces in it, and then just. Honestly, just that, that you knew that he was not dead. You just knew he wasn't, you know? Yeah. You know, with, uh, with Gideon and, and I like his character, dude. I like it. I like his snarkiness. I like the way that, you know, he, he just presents himself. The dude's a badass mm-hmm. and, um, he's a good actor too. I've seen him in other stuff. I can't name anything else that I've seen him in, but I have seen the guy in other stuff. I don't even know what his name is, but, um, I think he's playing a really good, villain yeah you know and i think he's going to be smart too you know but we'll see yeah i think the the stuff that really floored me um like you like you said it was it was was the stuff that that was that was star wars for the sake of being star wars right so it was dark saber stuff like that the any scene where you had stormtroopers by themselves yeah, like the the scene where they're shooting at the can, dude. I was just what I was gonna <laughs> say. And the, you know, okay, finish with your thought. But yeah, go ahead. it's just like like they're sitting there. He shoots at it like three times, yeah. completely. Like he's he's what ten feet away from yeah. the can. Yeah, misses it all three times. The other guy tries, misses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then there was the comment before to where um they were they're talking to somebody um that, I think it was um Mando was talking to the 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 girl um they meets on the one plant the one that shows back up again i forget what her name is but um 
she she's talking to her about about her not being able to shoot anything. She's like, I was a phase trooper, not a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, they they constantly push that and like stuff yeah. that, you know, it's you, you talked about that you don't have to have any context to be able to 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 watch this, and that's true. But if you have context into it, it just builds so much better. Oh, um, you get the privilege of watching it at a different level. On a, on a completely different level. I loved. I love the scene you're talking about where mm-hmm. the two the two the scout troopers are sitting on their bikes and they have Baby yeah. Yoda in the bag. That dialogue between those two, oh, fantastic! Personalized them yeah. too, which I thought that was fantastic. It's like two grunts waiting for their orders. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the, in just, the military, we called that uh, the E4 Mafia because you know the step before NCO status. You you had all these people that were like the the seniors of like the junior enlisted guys, mm-hmm. and they just you know they would put the E two E threes into to their place and stuff like that and like just kind of run the show and um, be as shady as they could be. It was it's kind of, it's the equivalent of the E four mafia, yeah. For you know the the scout trooper stormtrooper yeah. type of. Yeah. scenario and then when he says something oh he just vaporized one of his own guys i'm not gonna ask that question yeah. or something like it's just funny it was just funny and um the uh it's kind of like it's kind of like a glimpse uh if they ever did like a, a version of the office uh-huh. on like a, Exa- a yes. empire like type of thing or like the saturday night live skit when he's the undercover boss yeah the undercover boss thing yeah that was funny Hilarious. i um I just, I, I'm, I just enjoying it. I'm pissed that it's over. Yeah. But it's coming back soon, so we'll be back this year. Yeah. November, fall, yeah. sometime. Yeah. But, uh, but I'll, I'll probably will watch some couple of them again that I want to see for sure. Oh, I'm definitely gonna be yeah. I, I felt there was a little bit of filler sometimes in it, but it was okay because it, I think it gave a chance to breathe, to breathe, and also to begin some character development for the other characters because. Um, like Cara Dune was in the one episode, and then that was it. And I'm like thinking, man, I hope she's back. But then I realize she's on the poster, dude. She's got to come back. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, yeah, you know. And then the uh, the one scene that I thought was really powerful too was when they exited the lava exit. They came out of the lava thing, and then obviously he blew all the stormtroopers up there. Yeah. And then. They're um, coming down and they see the pile of all of the Mandalorian armor just in a, that was, that almost looked like a comic book cover to me in a sense, you know what I mean? Like a Star Wars comic book cover. What happened to the Mandalorian? (laughs) You know? And that was, uh, I kind of felt sad, but, um, you know, oh, the cool thing too is he got his jet pack too, which was sweet. Yeah. The Phoenix. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. And then, um, the, uh. The uh, I liked the the one. It was a lady too, the leader of the guild. Yeah. Oh, in the um, insignia, he got his uh, yeah his mudhorn. Um, yeah, the the um, not crest. clan of two. Yeah, that's a cool. That's cool. That'll be we'll be seeing that a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure that they'll come out with patches for that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. So, and then so basically, my only my only concern is like, okay, so now we leave this. And basically, it's he now has been already been told that's his duty, and he's this baby Yoda's father until he either takes him home or he's a youngling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
what what do you? I, I guess are we going to be? Is the next season going to be him trying to take him home? Or I mean, what what do you think? What direction do you think they're going? I think that that it'll be it'll kind of go back to the way that it was during the first six um, episodes, um, to where to where it'll, it's kind of built this thing. I talked about this before, but it's, you know, like Quantum Leap and even like the, the Incredible Hulk and stuff like that. It wasn't, it was more of like a Monster of the Week type of yeah. uh, thing, like X-Files and stuff like that even like followed this, like it had this overarching storyline, but it took its time with that storyline. I think yeah. they're going to do the same thing here. They definitely got like an, a point A to point B type of thing. But there's so much stuff that they can do in between as far as character development and stuff yeah. and then introducing new characters. And I think that's probably the way that they're going to take it. They're going to leave those characters in there that they have as far as um, uh, the girl and then um, uh, Gideon um, in there. And I think but, Weathers is always going to be there too. Yeah. And so they're they're going to... They're, but they're going to they're gonna be able to build upon that as far as like... Are they going to be able to find new Jedi or, mm-hmm. or Jedi that are they're kind of out? And I think that yeah. you're going to come into the place where like you're going to have a, a young Jedi that's that's kind of escaped this purge area or, or not uh, a Jedi that was younger that's not going to be willing to be able to take on um, the Lanik that that he's got the baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, and then um, we might find some more. Um, what I'm hoping for is that we'll find more Mandalorian clans that have separated after the the Great Purge, and that they're we'll, hiding basically, and yeah. hiding or and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, gilding. Um, yeah, because I mean the whole. I mean, I it's it could just also be him being pursued by Moff Gideon the entire time too, which could be the case where he's getting the monster of the week or whatever, like you were saying. Yeah. But then the overarching story the entire time is him eluding the moth the whole mm-hmm. time you know and like i said he's not dealing with your run-of-the-mill guy the guy's got smarts yeah you know so we'll see i think whatever they do is gonna it's gonna be great i just i, I agree i think it's just been a ginormous grand slam for those guys was there anything in the the store or in the the season that you didn't like um didn't like hmm um, I can't. Nothing jumps out at me because I think the pieces that, like you know, like I said in the beginning, like when he had his jetpack on and he flies up and salutes him and stuff. I was like, yeah, okay, it's a little campy there, but for the most part, it, that nah, there's nothing that I can say that I was like, mm, no, I do not like this. I mean, sometimes it feels. Like when they were like in the one uh, planet and the little blue fish and all that stuff, it kind of felt like I was in an Ewok village, which I find annoying, you know. But you know they, they had those pieces. But then again, in my mind, I'm thinking this is Star Wars, though, right? So yeah, I mean, you gotta have a little bit of that you, sprinkled throughout. Yeah, you, you have. It's it, kind of like you know? the pogs and stuff like that, right? Maybe, but then yeah. you also get that. But then what do you get? You also get the uh, walker. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's like, and that was a sweet scene. Yeah. That was so, like by far my favorite scene of the season. Yeah. I can, I'm torn between that and the tie coming down, dude, and him landing and coming out of that. I don't yeah, know. I thought that um, was sweet. With all the troopers just spread out, lined up, and then you had like the you had the uh, flame troopers and stuff too, which that's a really cool uh, get up those guys have too. Mm-hmm. The the um, 
armor that they wear. Yeah. And then, um, but uh, no, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can say like, nah, I got nothing on that. No, I liked it all. All of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I really, I'm racking my brain to find something just because I don't want to sound like a, like I'm completely in the back for it, but I'm pretty much completely in the back for it. Oh, yeah. Um, there's nothing that, that I can really point to and say like that, that this was, you know, did a disservice to it. Right. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think that that that's, makes both of our statements fairly clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, um, I, I know it's after the holiday break, so we haven't, you, you haven't been in touch with, um, with uh, Danley. Oh, I have been in touch with Danley. Yes. Oh, okay. This said Danley having questions. But Dan did not send a question. And okay. I'm going to put this on our Danley. Um, thank you for sending me your Christmas card this year. However, it was a little light. <laughs> okay. And what I mean by a little light is uh, uh, one uh, our executive platinum listener, which I might downgrade for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this to. Uh, we'll have a committee meeting, and I'll let you know, Bill. But um, I received your card, which was fantastic. A beautiful picture of you and your beautiful wife and your and your beautiful daughter. And then your ugly mug. However, I did not receive my Bill Danley Pirate Fantasy Baseball card that I have received every year. And I have an entire collection. And now I am short one. So all I can say is, you know, I'm expecting to see it. So... Let's get on the let's get on the board, Daniel. Let's go. Get, you know, I, I mean, if you, I, I expect to have that. I mean, my collection is not complete. I'm assuming maybe you're just not sending me one because you're signing it in person with like a metallic pen and you wanted to send it in <laughs> protected box or something. But so, anyways, but no question from Danley. I should have sent him a note today and let him know that we were recording, and I did not. So, but uh, anywho, so no question from Danley today. So, in lieu of Danley's um, question this week, um, I have a Christmas present. And so, <laughs> my family does this whole um, white elephant thing. My, my dad's the family, and they, um, this year we did games. Everybody's huge board game and, and various game um, fans. My wife, um, as part of this this um, white Christmas or white elephant Christmas, um received this game called um lightning reaction and um it's it's a it's it's a very simple game we've we've got we've got four different um handheld controls that are connected up to the single unit um the you press the this button in the middle that flashes red and sings this little tune um and then all of a sudden it, it flashes green as soon as it flashes green um, all players involved press their their remote, the button on their remote. The last person to press the button receives a, an electric shock. Um, so um, I, th- I say we play at least one round of this, maybe a couple. Oh, sure. Rounds. So uh, I'll I will extend it out that way. We're, we've got um, mics where you can come sit over by this mic. Yeah. Okay. So we've got two players on this. Do I take this one? Yeah, that one. Okay. The one with the light on it. All right. I've got it all the way up on the extreme setting. This is like this could be in a TIE fighter. Yeah. Either that or an anal probe. Uh, it could be that, yeah. Um, I'm going to press this button. 
And then, by the way, I hate electricity. <laughs> Anytime I get shocked, I absolutely hate it. So we'll go ahead and click this. All right, so we're flashing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> one more. <laughs> I That's lost. the winner. One more. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, oh, just one more. Yeah. I don't know how this plays on audio, but <laughs> definitely be better if we. it for this week's episode uh make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast as it definitely helps us find new people or new people find us um and we will be back here next week same time same channel uh happy new year everyone uh yeah i didn't want to i don't know same bad time same bad channel um happy new year everybody listening i hope that your holidays were good until next week this has been the nerve force podcast